0: Hi, I'm Mawson, host of Beyond Our Bubble. Nowadays, a lot of people are discussing political bubbles, where people only hear repetitions and variations of their own political views. So I figured, hey, I happen to have friends across the country on either side of the aisle. Why don't I just interview them so I can hear their perspective without interrupting or arguing? So that's what I did. I interviewed people from my world, just people you'd meet around town. And here are their views in Beyond Our Bubble. Hi, I'm Austin. I'm host of Beyond Our Bubble, and I'm Brooks. Okay, so Brooks, before we jump into politics, we normally want to chat a bit with the audience, um, so they can get to know you as a person. And maybe like, yeah, just start off with where you grew up, what you do. that sort of you know basic stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, born and raised in uh, North Alabama, more specifically Huntsville, Alabama, uh, home of. Home of Space Camp is where I grew up, born and raised, and yeah.
0: We're uh, like the Space Camp is in Huntsville, the Alabama. The Space Camp is in Huntsville, Alabama. Exactly. I did not know that. Yeah,
1: so like, you know, you had um, the Olsen twins came there. I think they made a movie in the 80s about Space Camp. Or yeah, uh, so born and raised in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, but I now live here um, in Arlington, Virginia, just a mere five miles outside of our nation's capital, so oh. literally it's, you know, just a, yeah, very close, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, been up here since March. Um, I am in pharmaceutical sales, and that is what brought me up here. Um, my company had an opportunity for a uh, opportunity to move up here full time, and so I jumped on it. And so yeah, it's been it's been a fun ride these first five months. So
0: sweet, sweet. Well, we're glad to have you on the show. Um, so now's the part where we just talk about you know whatever for a minute or two before we start talking about politics or anything like that. So I don't know. Let's see. Um, how about you move to D.C. now? Mm-hmm. do you support any local like sports teams or are you like holding on to i guess alabama doesn't have too many like professional sports we teams.
1: don't And that's a funny question you asked because i've gotten some interesting a lot of people some people get this side of me and other people think this is weird to me but yeah as you mentioned in alabama we do not have pro sports teams and in my whole life i've always said if i live in a pro sports city i'd love to kind of jump on board with that and uh, when i was little we lived in houston but i was too young to really remember too much of it so yeah, having said that, yeah, I've jumped on all the D.C. teams as far as... Wait, all of them? Well, not all of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Okay, okay, so, hold on. Close. I've jumped on the Nats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got an attitude. Hashtag Natitude. <laughs> uh, playoffs are coming. We are one. We are one. We are one. I love it. And then uh, I've never been too big of an NHL or NBA fan, so I suppose I'm now a Caps and a Wizards fan. I was here for the tail end of the Caps season, and I, I, felt, the, yeah. I felt the pain.
0: Man, the Caps are so much fun to watch, and also like so terrible to watch too. They, they break but your heart. I've never been an NHL fan until I came to DC, mm-hmm. and here it's it's so exciting to be in, in the Capitol for it, it.
1: It is, and it's and it's especially cool too. I mean, we're uh, where we were recording right now, which is my where I live. We're like a mile and a half, two miles from where they practice, which is
0: cool. Right, right. At yeah, the
1: Boston Mall. But also to answer, I'm but I've not jumped in the Redskins. I'm still very true to my Carolina Panthers carolina panthers my carolina panthers yeah those are my okay. nfl guys because because of my I feel like, so my, long story i mean i went to auburn university and been a lifelong fan and um cam newton is with the panthers and gotcha. but he's but yep. i'm not yep. just a cam fan I've, I've been on board with the whole team since he's been there i mean honestly my favorite player is probably luke keekley i mean like it's not okay. just, i'm not okay. just a cam fan i want to specify that i love
0: that team as a whole so. <laughs> right right so that's great well yeah yeah it's fun that you're kind of jumping in uh You've been to wait how many Nats games now? We've talked about this before. <laughs> I've been to eight games already this year. And he's year. been here for like four months, and he's been here like it's two games a month. You're you're really going hard. I'm committed to the I like boys. They,
1: I think they need me, and so yeah, I, I, yeah. that's the way. I makes me that, that's the way I kind of justify it.
0: Um, okay, so Brooks, moving over to the politics side as we do, mm-hmm. what when did you first start getting like politically uh, interested? I think is a good word for it.
1: You know, that's a good question. So it's funny. Um, I, so I come from a family with a politics in a sense. So my grandfather was um, a state representative uh, for sixteen years. Um, I
0: didn't know that. And,
1: yeah, in North Alabama, he covered uh, Lauderdale County, which is like where Florence is. Now he did not cover Florence, but anyways, he covered from two from nineteen eighty six to two thousand two. And so I remember being early exposure to that. But my biggest memory, to be honest, you know, it's interesting how I've one thing I've noticed in my life. You know, politics and like athletics, things that are both kind of somewhat passionate about, are things I've been a big, I've been very involved in since a young age. I mean, I've been to, I've been in Auburn football since I was literally five years old. And then with politics, my earliest memory I'd have to say would probably be, I mean, as far as involvement, would probably be the 2000 election. I mean, I, I remember being in school, you know, being you know cheering on W uh, and being very you know a big fan of that. Um, you know, the, the Bush Gore election. I remember that. I remember watching TV. I remember the whole. Um, you know, obviously the big news of the whole recount and things like that. I remember watching yeah. that on TV. So, I mean, so honestly, I mean, I would say probably since I was, yeah, about nine years old, Um, back in that 2000 election, I really, really found myself getting kind of pumped about it. Yeah. So and, that's what did it,
0: was that, was that election of
1: Yeah, I think so. And I remember, and then I remember also, and then you fast forward four years later, I remember the next election where I'm making my dad, making sure we got a bush sign for our yard. I was like, you, the, you were the one who like pushed the, for your dad to get it. I was the it. driving
0: force. That's <laughs> hilarious behind <laughs> that. Yeah. So yeah. So um, okay. So what do you want to talk about on the show today then?
1: Well, good question. So I mean, I think uh, see, so, yeah, kind of my topic and something you know we discussed prior to this is I thought it'd be interesting to talk about you know a little bit you know, um, I guess so. Being a both a voter and a supporter of of President Trump, you know, what kind of my experiences of maybe living in D.C. and just sort of. My experience as a whole but especially it's been interesting living in washington
0: uh and you know what, this is actually kind of surprising to me because despite the direction of today's media and like the obsession with trump we really don't talk about trump all this often on the show like mm-hmm. i think he's come up in passing a couple of times but we really don't talk about trump in depth all that often mm-hmm. so this is gonna be fun i'm yeah, just gonna say that yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so maybe to start off have you been a trump supporter since like day one or was like what was what was your trump timeline per se
1: yeah, that's a good question. So I think so. No, to answer your first question, I was not from the beginning. Um, early, yeah, back in the primary everything. I, um, yeah, Rubio is kind of who I threw my allegiance to. I um, voted for him in the primary. I went, got behind him. Um, you know, and were, and I thought there were a lot of other good candidates too. Um, I, I, you know, I had some interest in Ted Cruz and, and Jeb Bush and others. But early on, that answer your question. Yeah, I was Rubio's who I kind of got behind. Actually, it was funny at the time. A roommate of mine joked to me because I think I just for kicks I threw like. $10 online to the Rubio campaign. So I was like, hey, I'm an official I'm an official donor. <laughs> I'm a donor to the I'm Rubio. a donor of Marco Rubio. And so, but, but yeah, so, um, yeah, early on though, yeah, that's who I'd throw
0: my support by. And then as like kind of Rubio dropped out of the race, then mm-hmm. did you support Cruz or did you go right away for Trump?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. So I guess, so like I voted for Rubio in the primary and, um, Trump won Alabama. So at this time I was still in Alabama. And so I guess after rubio dropped out i didn't really know who i was going to support just because um just because i mean like it was like well it's not time to vote right now you know i'm not going to vote again right, until right until, so i mean it, it was one of those things i think at that point though whenever Rubio did drop out i sort of saw the writing on the wall of like hey this is happening donald right. trump is going to be the republican front runner yeah and, and and i'll be honest i'll be the first to admit that yeah i mean during the beginning of that i was pretty like what's going on like very much just like wow this is how's this guy moving this far, you know, Trump? And so, I mean, it blew my mind that he was just boat racing everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. but, I, that, but I'll be honest, that's one thing that caught my attention, I would say. Um,
0: right, so eventually now you, you rallied behind Trump, you have for from the election, and I'm wondering how is that for you in like today's America, especially, especially in D.C., because I don't know if you've noticed this, but people tend to have mixed feelings about the guy, especially mm-hmm. in the D.C. area. How is that for you as like a Trump supporter here?
1: Uh, when I moved back here in March, I remember um, literally like within the first day or two I was here, I was hanging out with a guy I just met and somehow the election came up or Trump came up and... Um, as it does in D.C. As it does in D.C., exactly. And I would made, made a comment just about, you know, that I was kind of a, a Trump guy, if you will quote unquote, and, and he uh, kind of made a comment like, kind of with a serious look on his face like, hey, you better be careful who you tell that to around here. Very much kind wow, of like... I didn't realize. Like, he kind of was like almost like, you better watch yourself, like... And I don't think he was – and not, like, as much of, like, I'm going to come out, but he was just, like – he threw out the statistics. He was like, you know, 98% of the, of the district did not vote for Trump and things like that. And so – and, yeah, just almost like a – I mean, yeah. Not was,
0: like a threat, but like, hey, be careful.
1: Yeah, and I was just kind of like – it was, it th- it was kind of like, huh, like threw me for a little bit of a – Which is
0: obviously different than Alabama.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and, and, and of course, I've never been one that's been naive as far as like, – I know that how America feels and stuff, but to be kind of like now in the – in a different place in that way. I mean, it's kind of like, okay, well, here we go. So, I mean, that was kind of a, a nice welcome, if you will.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, how would you say, like, Trump supporters are treated, kind of compared to, like, Hillary supporters and also to, like, George W. Bush supporters? Because I feel like they're all very different.
1: That's a great I question. Want to hear your perception. So, you know, looking back, it's tough to say as far as comparing to W in the sense of, like, so I'll start with that one. Because being, you know, being a kid growing up in Alabama, I mean— The whole state was behind him. I mean, my only exposure to the negativity towards Bush was on the media. And I remember noticing it. I remember being, you know, middle school, high school and noticing the negativity towards the war in Iraq, the
0: negativity towards
1: Katrina. Right. Because I
0: imagine it's in Alabama, which is obviously a very red state. Mm -hmm. The media is the only sense of, like, anti-Bush probably around you. Whereas I was in Wisconsin at the time, and there was plenty of people on all sides of the spectrum, I feel like.
1: You know, just from what I remember about the Bush, there was a lot of negativity towards Bush. But I, I don't remember there being um, – it seemed a little different. Maybe not as much anger, just more like this guy's an idiot. People kind of thinking, which still bugged me, and I still didn't like that. But but more of that side of it, whereas, um, you know, kind of my experience to answer your question about kind of where I've felt the, the, the views have been towards Trump is, you know, not everyone, but I feel like a lot of people – it's almost like if, if they find out that you voted or support Trump they like discredit you just in general which is kind of stinks um, I, I've felt and like and that's one reason too why especially in this area I'm I'm not if someone asks me I'll tell them I'll be
0: honest but I don't necessarily go advertise that how about for like Hillary supporters like do you think like Trump supporters see Hillary supporters in that same light or do you think it's completely different
1: that's a good question you know it, it there probably are some unfortunately I mean, I'm not gonna be I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and say that um you know say that any side's perfect. I mean, I think there are probably are certainly people on the right that do that. Actually, I know they are. I've, I've, I've seen it on social media, I've seen a lot of people um, post some pretty ignorant things, say some pretty ignorant things. I mean, I've, um, and they, not just towards Hillary, but towards the Democrats in general. I mean, I saw someone today post a, a pretty ignorant thing about the Obamas. And, I, and even, I, I remember seeing it, I was like, come on, that's that's dumb. You know, mm. um, you know, and, and just, so I mean, I think there's, I, I would say, yeah, I think there's definitely, um, certainly the same on the other side, but I just feel, but it's just, I feel like this, there's something that just about, and maybe it's because I, again, that I voted for Trump, but I feel like it's more, you see it more as far as maybe the negativity towards Trump supporters. And again, I think a lot, and a lot of that's driven, I mean, it's not just people in the street, but again, you see a lot of it from the media and not just media, but I mean like Hollywood, TV, you know, I mean like you'll see a lot of late night. I'm not going to say any names, we all know who, there's a couple of late night talk show hosts that are very much you know, committing their time to, to
0: that or have since the <laughs> election. And yeah, yeah. I think, I think I've seen a couple. of <laughs> yeah. um, So I think, I think one thing that's important is to kind of clarify, you know, kind of why you supported Trump. And I want to, I want to hear from you, maybe like if you had to pick three primary reasons that you, the core issues that really uh, pushed you towards supporting Trump, what would they be?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. So I would say, the first one, first and foremost, so it's interesting how – I'll do a quick background story. So I remember um, back in the fall, um, you know, when the whole stuff came out about the comments Trump made uh, with Billy Bush, those things. The you know, Access Hollywood tips, Access yeah. Hollywood, yeah. You know, like like a lot of people, I think it definitely shook me a little bit. You know, I was disappointed to hear that. And I remember talking to a friend of mine, a good friend, and you know, um, kind of a fellow conservative. I remember vending him about it. I was like, you know, dude, I just don't know now. I mean, I just this just really shook me. And he was like, yeah, you know um, – I agree it shook me too, but the thing is, is Trump is the only pro-life candidate. And for me, that's enough. And that kind of hit me too, because cause that's the thing. So let me, to answer your question that as far as that was the number one thing for me, I'm, I'm very much, I'm very much pro-life. Um, and he was the only, if I'm correct, I think everybody else is pro-choice. And I think, and again, that's something I'm just passionate about. And so that, that was the number one thing. That was enough for me. I was like, you know, no, no matter what, if he is this, then that's enough for me. Cause I really, it's just, it was an important issue to me.
0: So would you say that like you believe that um, at conception um, that the embryo is, is a life so that when you know people uh, conduct abortions that that's killing lives. So and thus, even if a president says ridiculous things, he would in that case be saving lives if he was a pro-life candidate. Did you say that, that you follow that kind of philosophy?
1: I, I do. And, and the thing, too, and I'll be I'll be honest, you know, I've had a couple of folks throughout there, they say, like, they think, well, they say, I bet he's not really pro-life this or that. But the way I see it, I'm like, well, he says he is. And I take him for his word for that. I mean, and so,
0: but. How about some other issues that you support Trump for? Yes.
1: A lot of foreign policy, for example, things like Iran. Um, I did not agree with that. Or as well as maybe some of the foreign policy on, to an extent, I mean, there were, there were some maybe decisions that Obama made that I thought were like, you know, hey, that's not maybe as much putting America first. And I, and I felt that Trump would do that more so. As what, far as,
0: what decisions were those? Well, so, sort for of
1: example, again, one thing that I think bothered me with Iran is, you know, in, in discussing a nuclear deal with a country like Iran, uh, Iran has American prisoners. And it, that, that kind of bothered me a little bit as far as, you know, that right. we're spending our time negotiating when they have literal American citizens, you know, being held captive. And that's that's something that I'm not okay with. I mean, I think first first right. and foremost, let's, let's take care of these Americans first. I mean— Uh, I think the, um, the primary, one of the primary, uh, you know, duties, or if not the primary duty of the president is to be commander in chief and protect the American people. And, and for there to be, you know, to, to kind of push that aside. And that was something that just, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. But but to having said that, I mean, I think, I think Trump, the the things he claimed about his foreign policy were, and campaigned on were things that I agreed with as far as, you know, that protect, you know, and and really in, in kind of laying the stick, the big stick down, if you will, as far as, you know, um. But never, never letting any countries feel as if there's they can push us around or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: so, for clarification for our audience too, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people get confused with the whole Iran deal. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe phrase this differently if if you think I'm phrasing it wrong. But so Obama spent a lot of his foreign policy time on negotiating a, a nuclear deal with Iran in which they would um, they would decrease the U.S. would decrease sanctions and along with mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. Uh, nations, I think it was the P5 plus one. So mm-hmm. Um, the five permanent members of the UN plus Germany mm-hmm. would decrease sanctions on Iran um, in order to deplete their uranium supplies, deplete their um, nuclear reactors, mm-hmm. and to agree to UN inspections for nuclear testing. Correct.
1: Right, right, and yeah, and I know that like in, I know that a lot of it was. I mean, it was there were pros and cons as far as like, I know that I'm sure like they did it behind good intention to help some things down, but again, things like that that rub me the the wrong way as far as I me. Mean, I still just. You know, I mean, maybe, um, you know, just to be in a situation like that again, like with a country like, such Iran, that maybe we just had some bad blow with, I feel like there were things right. that still could have been done to maybe, um, and as well as, and it's another thing too, I mean, I did not agree with, um, Cuba, the way that went down mm-hmm. that's another thing as well. You know, I think that, um, you know, that's, that's been a, that's been a, a conflict for 50 plus years that I don't necessarily think we were on the wrong end of and, as far as, like, is not like we were, like, it was not our fault, as far as I feel like there was, I mean, there is, is a rough country as far as, and I feel like the way that the Obama administration kind of ended it was more of a, they almost kind of apologized. And Yeah, and again, so of,
0: that one was they normalized relations with Cuba. Right. Even though Cuba um, was a major enemy, enemy with the U.S. for a long period of time. Right, and right. And they were guilty of a number of human rights violations.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I guess it was more so, like I said, I felt kind of almost like it was just kind of brushed under the rug of, like, um. All right. Let's just. This is because it's it's one of those things. Like I mean, I I agree that it's been fifty years, but I feel like not much has changed. I mean, things have changed, but also not much has changed. We I mean, still have yeah. Fidel Castro is longer in power, right? But. but still, Castro. I don't know. What you call Castro supporters I moving. Mean, I guess is, is his brother still the. Yeah, I think his brother yeah, so still. Yeah. I mean, the you know, probably. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I don't know. It was almost kind of like it didn't. I didn't feel like there was much kind of hammered down back on Cuba as far as like, hey, we're gonna end this, but here's what's gonna have to go down. It's kind of more like, ah, let's just brush this under the rug and. You know and I, and I think that I think that hurt a lot of Americans as well because there were you know so many families that have fled to America from Cuba to avoid yeah. the things of that but but sorry that's just a little side to you but I mean yeah but I'd say I mean overall just again the, the foreign policy I think was a big thing as well but
0: yeah so if I could pick like summary you'd say you supported Trump because he was pro-life and also he was like a stark opposite to um, Obama's normalization of relations or or relations Improved relations with Cuba and Iran. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then moving on, we're gonna do a little game here. Um, so a lot of people have decided they don't like Trump after uh, a couple different comments he made. So I'm gonna toss out a couple of controversial stances and topic or comments he made, and I want you to respond and how you feel. Um, y- his views are on the topic, and and you don't have to support him. You can say you disagree. I think it'd be interesting to hear your perspective on a number of these issues. So yeah. here's the trick: um, we have to keep the show under a half hour. Okay. So we're gonna bust through these. Cool. I'm only gonna give you 30 seconds per item. Is okay. that okay? I'll, I'll do my best. All right. So again, you have 30 seconds per item, and I want you to give your impression, not necessarily Trump's impression, but your impression. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Number one: the travel refugees slash Muslim ban.
1: Good question. So and I know that this is something as a, um, you know, especially as a believer, I know a lot of my believing friends struggled with and I did at times as well, just because, you know, um, I definitely want to always help people and have America be open as a um, open nation. But I mean, I, I will say that I mean, I think there was I think there was that was their pros and cons. But I would say that I think for the most part, I did support it because there was just some uncertainty with some of these countries, um, you know, I'm and I'll and I'll again not to close off forever maybe just for a time just to examine a few things i think for the most part i did was behind it but mainly just to just to view some things by no
0: means an indefinite thing number two the russia thing
1: um you know yeah that's the thing i'll be honest russia here's my main thing i my i think a lot of the whole and maybe there was some meddling but as far as having russia completely um undo the the election i don't necessarily believe it because i mean i think rick perry put it best in the fact that Trump beat in the primary 14 Republicans, very good candidates handily as far as, I, I don't think it was, you could see the writing on the wall as far as it wasn't anything too crazy that he was going to do a little bit of a stomping. So um, I don't know if that answers the question, but yeah, that's kind of me on that. Sounds side. good. Time. Um,
0: okay. Number three, the excess Hollywood tape.
1: Good question. Um, I'll be honest. Yeah, unacceptable. I mean, that was not cool. Um, and again, I, as I mentioned earlier, that was something that kind of shook me a little bit early in the election. But, um, but again, I think they have, As we, a lot of us, I mean, I think a lot of people would agree that there's been presidents that may not have been to have the best personal lives that no one will agree with. But I mean, hey, they did some good things present. I mean, Bill Clinton, FDR, JFK, very well known presidents who maybe their personal lives aren't the best. And and that's not condemning it any, or sorry, condoning it in any way. I mean, but definitely disturbing. But I mean,
0: you know, it's kind of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And number uh, four, his informal use of Twitter. (laughs) Good question.
1: Um, Yeah, I think he could dial back for sure. Uh, there are a few things he says every now and that make me laugh, I'll be honest. But, <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, he could probably dial back. I mean, I think there may have been times where it might have stirred the pot a little bit um, more. Especially, I mean, being, being an me and I am a big uh, big Jeff Sessions fan. I was a little disappointed maybe some of the ways he handled that. But it's interesting how, I mean, he's, Sessions is still around. It seems like things have kind of been moving up in some ways with Sessions. I don't know. But, uh, but I think he could chill
0: out a little bit for sure. So Okay, time. Yeah. Um, nice work. That was a tough segment and you did pretty well with it. I okay. Good, like. good
1: to know. I, was yeah. wondering how I held up. And
0: so. Um, so this next one, uh, question is going to get a little, um, this is one a lot of people hold close to their hearts, especially recently. Uh, I going to discuss Charlottesville. So after, um, Charlottesville, the president, he went on to kind of equate, um, protesters, some of whom were violent Um, who were protesting racism and he equated them to uh, radical alt-right individuals who, some of whom were part of the Ku Klux Klan, some of whom were neo-Nazis. Many of them were very violent and one of them used his car as a battering ram and drove full force into a group of protesters ended up killing one and injuring several. And the fact that the president seemed to equalize those two, what do you do with that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and I'll be honest, that was a tough week for me as well, just because I really felt a lot of the heat. You know, I saw several people posting such as like, I regret voting for Trump, things like that. And just, it got, you know, but I, I just... I'll be honest, here's here's kind of, and this is not to deflect the question, but, like, you know, one thing that disappointed me about that is I heard people, you know, make some comments about, like, you know, oh, that the president missed an opportunity to unite the country, things like that. But to be honest, with the way that a lot of the his opponents have treated him, it's like I, I can't help but question it's like even if he had – I mean, like, could he have united the country by doing – I mean, like, I think he could have done – could he have done more? Absolutely. I think the president could have done more. Um, you know, I think he maybe – maybe was maybe was a little bit delayed. I think he did come out – he did come out and condemn him, especially on Sunday and um, – or no, it was on Monday, I think. And I know some people said that was a little late. But, but I was just – but I guess – I'm, what I'm saying, though, is, like, it was one of those things, like, I think he could have done more, but at the same time I think there was still some – I don't know, maybe a little stirring of the pot. Too. So I, don't, I feel like maybe people were not were, – were really trying to pick at it and, and much more turned it – you know, whereas I, you know, the, it was the thing that one of the things I reflect on after the Charlottesville thing is that like, truly, where America can make change is an individual. As far as I know, you know, I, I personally it was I posted several times about it as far as how disturbed I was by it. I was very thankful that my church here put out a really cool statement about where we stand as far as we stand against the we identify and stand against the hate uh, and identify evil where it is, and which obviously that whole situation was as far as Charlottesville as a whole was a very, um, very much not. A, uh, a sign of Christ is um, is, is identifying life. But starting to off topic a little bit, but I mean, having said that, I mean, I think.
0: And so, like evil in that situation, you would identify as the Ku Klux Klan members? Oh, absolutely, and the alt right,
1: the not yeah. and and That was very much evil, and that was, yeah. um, and that is not something that America stands for. And but I mean, I, but I, again, I think I think tr- and yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think here. I mean, you know, I think he could have. So, do you think?
0: Yeah, do you think Trump was wrong in the statements he made?
1: Yes, and as far i yes and no as far as I think I think he made. Let me say this. I think he I was he made you know he made comments condemning him on I think it was Monday. He did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you, you talk about the one though, yeah, at Trump Tower. I mean, I think yeah that. Yeah, because
0: yeah. I think a lot of people saw that was as insincere, and in the fact that he was clearly reading from like a scripted speech, mm-hmm. and then when he was off script, he would seem to yeah maybe yeah and so, equate the two much more often.
1: Yeah, and, and no, I think he could have definitely worded that better. I mean, I would not. Um, and I know it hit a lot of people hard, even a lot of, um, you know, African-American conservatives and stuff. I saw it hit him hard. So, um, yeah, I would agree. I think he could have done that better. And I mean, it's one of those things, I mean, it, again, there's disappointing things about it, but I mean, it was still, but I, but again, I just want to say, I mean, I don't, I do not think, um, in any way the, the president is racist or anything like that.
0: So moving over in the other direction again, um, you kind of mentioned this earlier that, you know, there were 14 Republican contenders in the mm-hmm. primaries and Trump just blew them all out the of water. Mm-hmm. What made? What do you think was the reason that people showed up in such force to support Trump?
1: Mm. You know, it's a great question. I mean, I think it's there's a lot of theories on it. I think a lot of it's just the fact that I don't know. It's just he was just different, and, and it's funny because like. I, again, I mentioned I voted for Marco Rubio. I mean, like I wanted – I was behind the establishment, I guess, if you will. But but it's crazy, I think, what people saw in him, was they, they felt a little more of a connection, which is funny because he's a billionaire. Um, but, I mean, they saw that someone really speaking their mind, not necessarily being, like, as robotic or things like that. You know, I think a lot of – I talked to fellow conservatives. A lot of conservatives thought candidates like Ted Cruz, for example, might have been a little robotic. And I think it was just Trump's realness, though. And they were really – he was saying things they wanted to hear. And it was kind of one of those things of, like, will he fulfill him? We'll see, but I mean, he's saying it. I have to go behind it. Mm -hmm. He's he's saying, and he um. But I mean, I think though too. I mean, I think certainly on the on the left, and I think even a lot of Democrats will admit this. I mean, I think I don't think Hillary Clinton did certain things to help her case either. I mean, I think the deplorables comment, things like that. That was that was not good. I mean, that's that's calling. Yeah. These are still the American people that you're trying to win their hearts. And And
0: you're calling them deplorables. yeah. Yeah.
1: And so things like that, I think, really just fueled it.
0: Okay, so I think we have time for one more question, maybe. Um, so normally I ask people to break down this position into one basic value that everyone can agree with. So even if people don't support Trump, even if they're on the far opposite side of supporting Trump, what do you think is a, as a one basic value that pushed you to support Trump and that value people can agree with?
1: Hmm. You know, I think, um I would say it would have to be, you know, a lot of the things that Trump has pointed out as far as maybe not like the cliche of the "Make America Great Again," but I mean, but he has pushed in a lot of ways just the the greatness of America. Especially, I've noticed these past few days, he's had some kind of cool tweets and things in regards to Houston as far as really allowing the American people to unite together. And 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 I say this because like it's it's been interesting. Like in my time, you know, I've I've not spent as much time overseas as you, for example. But in my time going overseas, it's been cool to see other perspectives. But also, I'm the kind of guy that. You know, seeing new perspectives can either make or break your opinions, and for me, it's been kind of cool to like see these new cultures and things, but also remind you like, hey, America's pretty cool. You know, we've got some cool stuff going on. We've got some cool history. You know, we've done some cool things, and so I'd say it's just maybe if America could get behind anything, it'd be his value of kind of maybe a little bit, hey, we can come united as a country. I mean, and, and, and you know, and his whole kind of America first thing. Some people may not agree with on everything, but I think there's probably some things that we could agree with as far as, you know, hey, how can we. How can I make America great? You know, first. Yeah. Well, how
0: can I make my country the best it yeah, can be? Yeah. The best
1: it can be. You know, whether it be again, whether it be, I don't know, jobs or whether it be things of that nature. But just, but in general, I mean, just whatever whatever you interpret making America is the best it could be, I think just the idea of that is something. And again, I want to say, I think with anything like that, a lot of that all starts with yourself. What can I do? Again, that was kind of the stance I took on Charlottesville last week. Is you know, two weeks ago, I just thought. Um, you know, this disturbing, but I know at the end of the day, I can, I can fully only change myself. And for me, I'm going to stand against this. And so I think, again, that's what, that's kind of the challenge I could have for America is what can you do every day to make America better? And so hmm. whether, whether you disagree or agree with who's in the white house, and, right,
0: right. So, that's a good way to end it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Brooks, for being on the show. This has been great.
1: It's been, yeah, it's been, I've enjoyed it. It's fun. This is, thank you for inviting me on my first official podcast as well as being <laughs> a guest and uh, we'll see if this ends up being the last, but I mean, I would hope not. I've enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, sure you'll
0: be on numerous ones in the future.
1: So awesome. Well, yeah, uh, great. Appreciate it. Well, thanks, Austin, and yeah, happy to be here. So. Sounds thanks good. For, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Beyond Our Bubble. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to rate and review us on iTunes. If you or someone you know want to be on the podcast, or if you have thoughts on the show, email us at beyondthebubblepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at bubblepodcast. Thanks so much for listening.